previously on Heritage. Um, hey, I have a question for you, Cameron. What's up? Do you remember when we were in that lab um, running away from those bad people and I met that alien and I pulled that thing out of his mouth? Yes, I do. You ran away from home when you were young. Maybe the first person or second person who's helped you isn't the best person. Come on, come on. Sila, come on. Let me help you. Yes, Mr. America. Now we fight. Now we fight. And Doug takes off his cape. Oh. Oh. back again in the Starfuse containment room, deep below Overman Industries. Doug, you are standing within a ring of fire face-to-face with Ivan the Dampier, who has transformed into this matte black, difficult-to-discern, monstrous vampire form with these eyes burning with red flame and these fanged teeth exposed in this ear-to-ear smile. There was the blonde, unnamed, so far, technomancer who, Chunk, you did, I believe, the, uh, what, what was that special move called? The soda pop rocket. Rocket. Oh, no, no, no. You did that to Sela. Uh, you bounced her away, and she is now about 10 feet past where this portal is where Calvin is. And the technomancer actually landed about five feet away from that portal um and they're both laying on the ground they're both pretty hurt and you have just the last bit of the the soda pop rocket has fizzed out as you land down right next to uh calvin and kylie i have an idea i have i have an i have an idea if y'all if y'all want to just roll with me adam roll with me on this one buddy you and me i'm rolling okay so, um, I had just created the fire ring around, around Doug and I, uh, Calvin's going to look over to Doug. Hey, uh, Doug, Doug. So here's the thing. Um, I'm also holding open a portal right now and, uh, everybody else, they, they, they escaped that way. And, and so could you handle this by yourself or do we need to be here or because like, I don't know if I can hold that thing open much longer. Doug looks at uh, the Dampier and uh, he smirks and he unbuckles his uh, Mr. America cape, sets oh. it down, and then he like gets into this boxing pose and he like rolls his shoulder back and he goes, I've totally got this. And he starts like moving back and forth. Kylie, Chunk, um, let's go through the portal. We got to get through the portal. Uh, you know what? And, and and Chunk's gonna look at, at Kylie and he's gonna remember all the mean things he said to her about how he thought that she might have killed Calvin. And Chunk's gonna feel the sting of like, you know, when your boy starts to date that one girl where you know, man, I'm gonna be alone a lot of nights now. But but he looks at the two of them, he's like, You guys go. I'll stay here with Doug and, and keep these two busy. Um, okay. And I try to grab onto Kylie's hand and try to lift her up and try to jump through that portal. Okay. Dude, I am so scared about what I'm doing right now. Because <laughs> I'm jumping. <laughs> Splitting the party. <laughs> you jump in. Yeah, like you said, you grab Kylie and because you're holding it open, you push her in first and then you step in and as you step in it's it's like it's like you feel like your paint just being smeared by a brush just swirled and lifted until you're placed upon a canvas where your body reforms and replants itself into this moment and into this place oh 
and back under Overman Industries, Doug, you're staring at Ivan and he looks over there and he looks back at you and he pulls his arms up and he says, I just won. Oh no, the exact people that needed to go through that portal went through that fucking portal. Oh no, what have I done? Chunk, what do you do? Or Doug, what do you do? So Chunk's going to look over when Dampier says that, and he's going to have this confused look on his face. And then it's going to flash to being very angry, uh, which isn't like a thing for Chunk necessarily. And he's going to look over at the Iron Curse, and then he's going to look at this Technomancer, and he's just going to like pull his arm back up over his shoulder and just... Just punch, just punch at this Technomancer. Ooh. So I'm gonna roll to directly engage a threat. Yes, sir. Six, seven. Um, I have angry marked, so that's gonna be eight. All right. Uh, with an eight on directly engage a threat, you just pick one off the list. I guess I'm going to do resist blows. Okay. Um, from them, because Chunk's just going to bring his fist back and punch, and as he does, he's going to flavorfully. I'm going to release a lot of like my food energy, so my arm for a second might like go to being skinny and scrawny before my body refluctuates the fat to even <laughs> myself out. And I just want her to go like little cloud as I punch her, and she just hits the wall. Oh wait, wait, and then there's this. Then there's some smoke, and when you look up, and I kind of like look up at her, and I say, "Pissed off punch." <laughs> <laughs> Pop. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. I didn't even plan on that. Oh, it's perfect. And she just slams against the wall in such a brutal way that it pushes in on the metal and she crumples down, smashing down onto these computers that are lining the wall and she topples over and she doesn't move for a second, but you see her arm weakly raise up to one of the computers that are sitting on the floor and she touches it and then she turns blue and then she's gone. I love it. I love it. Doug, it is now your turn. You're faced with a laughing Dampier. A smiling, confident, yet weakly wavering Ivan. What do you do? I want to try to get some answers. Is that a roll? Um, yeah. So that would be Pierce the Or can I just talk to him? I think last time, um... You rolled Pierce the Mask on this guy, and you rolled really well. And I listened back to it, actually, before we did this recording, and I don't think that I gave you good enough answers. Um, so if you would like, I think that we'll just carry that roll over. If you want to just talk, I'll, I'll narratively talk back to you. So I think Doug is now just like, he's got that cool just like boxing um, position. You know, hands up near his face, and he's he's jumping from uh, foot to foot on his toes, uh, keeping spry, and just starting to circle. I, and I imagine maybe they're starting to circle each other. And he goes, uh, "So who uh, who's your boss, man? Come on, let's we can make this kind of fun, right? You already won, so what's the point?" I I do not have boss. I am well. No, you got me. Okay, I have boss. Yeah, who is it? Ah. And then he goes in for a punch. So I feel like this whole conversation, like they're like fighting while talking. I love that. Oh my God. Yeah. You go in and you punch at him. And I think you just knock him just squarely. And he just sort of leans down and he leans back up and he goes, 
I've never met the man at the very top. And he swings his hand down from the top down, just going to crunch into your skull. Yeah, I, I lift my forearm up to block it. And then maybe there's a point where they stop for a second and they go face to face. What do you guys, what do you want with the star fuse? Uppercut. <laughs> he sort of, I think that punch launches him up into the air and he lands right at sort of the edge of the ring of fire. And he just kind of wipes his face. He goes, what, what Felix does with Starfuse, I have no idea. He simply tell me, get it. And he simply tell me, egg you on, egg your ego on, and get your friends through the portal. Shit. He laugh a lot. He laugh kind of like crazy, man. When he talk about your friends, those people, those, those two people. But he say I can kill you, though. I, I don't want to do this. I simply want to uh, keep doing um, <laughs> this. And he goes, and he just starts punching, just doop, 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 rapidly punching, trying to push you back to the edge of your ringside. I think, um, I think realizing this, Doug probably put his guard down a little bit so he probably took a couple hits and then put his arms up and he's like blocking to the edge and now I'm gonna go ahead and directly engage a threat to like really hit this guy alright as he's taking the hits and he's just like alright enough dancing and then he uh, then he goes to hit oh boy oh boy oh boy boys <laughs> Boys! I can't tell if that's good or not. Uh, that is an 11 plus 1. Boo, baby! Boo! Okay, as I mentioned Eat before... Eat Doug's butt! <laughs> as I mentioned before, you absolutely demolish this dude mentally. He's barely clinging on. Uh, and I had, I had said, if you were to... If this was a game, he would be like one hit away from losing and dying. And you just did that hit, so break it down for me. Yeah, so he's doing these barrages and he's like, he's not even really paying attention. He's kind of like replaying what he just said. Felix wanted him to get the friend, like get his friends there and stroke your ego and you can kill Mr. America, you can kill Doug, but he wants his friends. There's maybe a second where like he blocks a hit again and it's just like slowly, it slows down and he just, you get this like piercing in Doug's eyes. He's like, and you just hear in his mind, you just hear, oh shit. And then, Doug just like focuses back in and as time resumes you just see Doug block a hit and then just start hitting him in like three like gut punches then a elbow across the face and then a uh, fist down into like the shoulder where the neck hits the shoulder just like and you maybe hear a crunch or something and then he takes his head and then goes and flies up slightly and then just his knee his left knee drives into the Ivan's head as he pulls down on it smashing his face into his knee and then he sort of, and then he just floats and he slowly goes down to the ground. And then I think he looks at Chunk. And I say, Chunk, we, we got to get into that portal now. And you look to where the portal was. Was. And it's not there. And Chunk's going to look back and there's going to be like tears in his eyes. And he's going to say, Well. I can't do anything about that. And then I'm going to look over at uh, the gadgeteers in this room, right? Yes, he is. I'm looking at him and say, what do you, you must have something in this room that can do something like get it going. We'll keep these guys busy. As you're talking, he is hastily making his way over to a computer system and you see him just typing and looking and analyzing. Uh, what can you, can you describe like, uh, what happened to Ivan after that beatdown? Oh, yeah. Um, you beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and when you did, after, you know, he sort of fell down, and it was, I am, I can picture very vividly this shot in my brain where we see this room it's like a view very low down to the ground and in the distance we see chunk 
and in the distance we see the portal and we see Ivan land down and then we see Doug's feet slowly descend right next to Ivan and as Ivan fades out of consciousness that portal in the background fades and disappears and then everything is black and Calvin you feel yourself settling back into wherever it is you are and you're not entirely sure because you can't see anything everything is it's just dark but you can tell based on the way that your mouth sounds your breath it sounds like it's echoing you get the sense that you're in some sort of very large warehouse room something along those lines what do you do kelvin snaps his fingers and like fire lights up as he does kylie kylie where kylie can you hear me are you here And then she's right there, right next to you. (gasps) Let me ask you a question. How bright is this flame that you're burning? How far are you trying to see? In the local vicinity, I guess, uh, 10 feet or so. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you light up this area. And when you do, you look around and you're just seeing floor. There's nothing else around you. And then... Kylie is there right next to you and you see that portal behind her that is open that she comes out of and she lands down onto her legs and then that portal disappears right behind her. Kylie, can you hear, can you feel people here right now? Are there You look at her and you say that and she looks more scared than you have ever seen her before. She looks absolutely terrified and she looks at you and she says, Calvin, we have to go right now. And you hear pounding. You hear just intense running towards you. This one singular move and you look up and you see a rhino coming right at you and it leaps into the air and as it does it transforms and it swirls into this guy just standing five feet tall and you've seen him before this is anime gus and he just laughs as he leaps past you and then he's on the ground and then uh, a rose petal shoots past you but it does so in such a way with such intense force and then lightning shoots past you and you feel things getting closer and closer to you. So Calvin is just going to uh, charge up his burns and you just see Stonefin crumple up, but the stone just becomes harder, sleeker, stronger. Everything just seems to bond together in a tighter. You can almost feel the mass of of Stonefin pulling in things around him as he's becoming so dense and incredibly like you can actually see his feet crushing down into the ground as he's uh, growing his his burns, or in this place, in this case, his stones. Oh boy! What was that roll, Cam? So I rolled a two plus four plus one is seven on a seven or nine marker condition. Um, I was already angry. I guess I'm gonna be afraid now. And I don't. With the way that Kylie's looking at you, that sounds like the best. Yeah. And I don't get any burns. Oh boy. This is not good. I'll tell you that much. Because that was a wasted turn. Yep. <sighs> so Stonevin tenses up and then he loses his focus and uh, he begins the stone starts to crack and starts to crumble to the ground and bits of dust can be seen like flowing off the shoulders and he's like where are they where are they and now I have two conditions yikes Mm -hmm. and just as that is happening an unfathomable amount of things are being hurled your way and it's not just plants and it's not just 
anime gus turning into different things you look down and there's a snake starting to coil around your leg and then it dashes off and it comes back as something else it's not just those powers it is new thing after new thing after new thing flying past you around you and taunting you in such a way and then you hear laughter We see a passed out Dampier. We see the gadgeteer clicking away on his computer. And we see Doug looking towards Chunk. What do you do? Uh, Chunk's going to run up, just tears in his eyes, angry, angry face. And he's going to run at the Iron Curse. He's a little bit smaller now. Um, And if she tries to defend herself, I'll lock arms. I'll do like a wrestling pose or whatever. I'm just going to grab onto her and say, so, so this is, this is your, the type of people who you run with. These are the type of people who help you. People who break into these buildings and, and try to kidnap, kidnap teenagers. Is this what you want to be a part of? Help. How can I get my friend back? Tell me how to get my friend back. Well, your friend just knocked out the only option to do that. What do you mean the only option? That thing can open portals? Yes. Did you not Did you not see that? Were you not paying attention? The Dampier opened up a portal, and he was strictly told to open it and leave it open and appear as if he wanted to close it. But you knocked him out, so it closed. Why? Sila, what's on the other side of that portal? Uh... My family? And... There's nothing we can do. I'm gonna kinda like let go. Well, my family's on the other side of that portal too. There's... There's got to be something we can do. And I'm going to kind of kind of like walk over to Doug. And be like, right, Doug, Mr. America, the gadgeteer, like, you can like triangulate our position or get us. We can fly there with the jet or we can wake him up. I- yeah, yeah, Chunk, we, we'll figure this. We'll figure this out. And Doug goes over to Ivan and like, picks him up by his collar and slaps him across the face trying to wake him up a little bit oh okay what's a role to slap a villain <laughs> directly engage your villain's consciousness <laughs> <laughs> well if you wanted to do comfort and support you could put a little pillow under his head <laughs> make him some tea. how about this I could see a case for comfort or support or assess the situation or provoke someone. And I'll let you pick narratively how you're trying to, you know, get this guy awake and get this guy responsive. I don't think comfort and support, because I don't think he's being nice about it. So that would be plus superior no matter what between the other two. So why don't I just roll that? That seem okay? Sounds good. Yeah, buddy. That's a three. Oh. Can I, can I, oh, no, okay, never mind. No, no, what's up, what's up, Ben? Is that ring of fire still around us? Yeah, the fire around you is, is still there. Um, so I think I'll describe this kind of knowing that I failed. <laughs> uh, I slap him around a little bit, and there's no response, and maybe I try to pierce into his head, but I, I've used all my burns, so maybe I'm just, like, telepathically drained. Um, from kicking his ass mm. in his mind. So I just Hell drag yeah. him over near the ring of fire and I just drop his left arm into the flame. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you drop it down and I guess Doug is thinking at any moment this guy's gonna uh, senses are gonna kick in he's gonna realize he's on fire but he doesn't (laughs) he just continues to lay there and you watch as his very cool cloak that he was wearing this sort of just black leather overcoat starts to burn is it a magic item can I take it off and take it <laughs> Doug, you get, dude, you get plus three to your flight. It'll look so yeah. cool. I look Doug's like Neo flying. flying through the Matrix. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's it's one of those clicks. No, he just, yeah, he doesn't respond. Uh, he stays knocked out. I think that's the best way to respond to that failure. Um, so uh, set up a conscious dude on fire. Yeah. hear that laughter and you just things are getting closer now you hear in Toxin's mind laughter as well and you hear Toxin say they laugh in the dark what do you say Calvin how about we show them the light and the light that was around that had been caused by Kelvin, everything dissipates and it just goes back to being pitch black, which is what the room was when we got there, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to roll my burns now as toxin. All right. And now I have two conditions plus the burns here. And that, my friends, is a 10. Six plus two nice. plus two more. That's three burns. Wow. And so the room goes completely dark. And Kylie sees Stonevin go away. And the shadow becomes Calvin. As Toxin envelops everything. And I want to search through the shadows for each of the individuals around us. A, to get a count on them, and then B, to start playing around in their minds with Toxin. And maybe getting an idea of the the relationships between each of them as well. You don't mess with Toxin, you don't mess with Kylie, and you don't mess with Calvin, baby. I'm not going out without a fight. You feel out, you stretch immediately toxin is something that just seeks out the bad and latches onto it and when he reaches out he feels so much around him and if you're looking for sort of a body count i would say roughly uh, anywhere from 120 to 150 what individuals around you what yeah. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid at all. I have an idea. And when you're digging around in their minds, it doesn't take you that long, actually, because you realize that a lot of these, well, a lot of these individuals, they're younger minds. They're simpler, easier to dissect. They haven't built up walls that hide their secrets yet. And there is a unifying voice within all of them that just seems very defeated in a way. It's, a, it's, a, it's an old defeat. It's a buried defeat. But you're feeling around and you realize that all of these people in this room have powers, immense powers, powers like yours. They're all special in some way. Mm-hmm. And then you find something familiar you feel a presence that you felt that day when you were with Kylie laying on an operating table (laughs) what do you do I think Toxin spreads to each of them and as he does he's just saying things like in 
Interesting. You ran from home and know your parents await your return, yet you stay with them? Hmm. You feel as if they are your true family, yet I see you turn away from them in your mind when they do terrible things. Perhaps you should go home. Your sister needs you. And you know it. And then goes to another voice. How boring. This girl simply seeks an excuse to hurt anything. Oh, and what a wonderful excuse to be with these miscreants. Perhaps if we hurt her, she will understand her actions better. Or perhaps I just want to hurt something myself. It is terribly difficult to decipher at times. And then go to to another one. Now this is peculiar. All you have ever wanted is to belong. So you've rushed into the first group of people who accepted you. You do know this isn't the real you. You don't know a thing about yourself. Every bit of you is learned behavior from your peers and act to be accepted from fear of rejection. It's time to move past this foolish thinking. Don't you think? Each time he references them, he's trying to understand where because when when you say something to someone their mind will absolutely point in the direction of that thing so my thought is get them to help me determine the location and then also at the same time i would like to spend one burn to create a bunch of different toxins driving the ships of each of these individuals throughout the entire area so essentially I have a bunch of myself and the tendrils inside of each of these individuals, and they are manipulated by toxin to then turn on the people who are controlling them. Okay. And that's just a burn. I don't know if that's too much to ask. That might be too much to ask. I think that that burn will allow you to basically spread toxin exceedingly thin creating just sort of like he's in one person's head and he hops and he leaves a bit of himself behind Mm -hmm. and it's like he's he's just trying to spread himself out what i want you to do because it, it it works what you initially set out to do works like you're able to turn into toxin you're able to turn the room into darkness you're able to reach out and perceive and every time that you say them this bald man with a very well manicured beard and short rectangular glasses is a face that you see what I want you to do before you reach his mind is I want you to roll to see if what you are wanting to do is sort of the mind control if that is possible so this is unleashing my powers yes that's a 5, a 3, and a 3 that's 11 baby you're going to see in the darkness as it's as the shadow seeps from Calvin's body. He's going to turn and look back to Kylie and go, Kylie, it's your turn. I've at least opened the door. You got to get inside. Whew. All right. And we'll get back to that in a little mm. bit. We pop back out to the Overman Industries area. What's going on in here? This guy's arms on fire. Uh, he's not waking up. Not not so much on fire. More like it's kind of smoldering. You, you realize that it's not something that's waking him up. But he's not like engulfed in flames or anything. Well, that's a bummer. Um, well, he will be whenever if you leave him there. <laughs> no, I pull him out and uh, I, just, I just swear under my breath. Um, and I, I go over to the gadgeteer. Are, are you able to like figure this out? Is there something you can do, or are we? Uh, what? Do you have anything? I am currently triangulating their position. It appears they are a few hours away from here. I am focusing in on their exact location as we speak. A few hours away. That's that. We don't have that kind of time, do we? We gotta get there now. 
Can can we start going and you just give us the exact coordinates once we get there? That is a possible option, yes. But one we shouldn't settle on immediately. Allow us to consider other possibilities due to the nature of the distance. And uh, as as the as the gadgeteer is talking, it kind of goes muffled. And I leveled up with that last fail. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you thought you could beat us, Cameron, but you ain't doing shit. <laughs> Damn it. I want to be done with heritage. I want to do something new. So I'm going to go ahead and unlock my potential. Or unlock my moment of truth. Fuck yes. Fuck okay, dude. All right. Holy. Fuck yes, Fuck yes, Doug. So as the gadgeteer's talking... Doug is closing his eyes and he's just, what What can we do? What can we do? What can we do? And he flashes back to one of his training sessions with his mom. After Doug discovered this, this power, this telekinetic power, you know, he was trying to control it. And he remembers a conversation with his mom. Doug, Doug, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. Listen, this takes time, but this power that we have, it's incredible. And it's it's dangerous, but it can be extremely useful. The gift that we have unlocks everyone's brain to, to us, their entire memories, everything they have, we can access, but we can't just just do that you know, willy-nilly. That would be irresponsible, but in times of need, it could be your greatest tool. And you can use it to figure out what needs to be done next when you're stuck. And, uh, and he kind of flashes back and he just calmly walks over to Ivan. He kneels down and he puts his hand on his head. And that purple energy that, that indicates his psychic powers just flares up again, just like a super saiyan. And he, he dives into Ivan's unconscious brain, his subconscious. And if you allow me, Cameron, I'm going to ask you to sort of narrate this he dives into his memories of of the meeting with Felix oh my gosh eat our butts you can't beat us (laughs) yes yes Adam yes wait the memories with who Felix Felix the bald guy that's trying to kill me right now beautiful oh my gosh Adam We see a hearse slowly rolling through the woods on a gravel road as it approaches a small compound lit by floodlights which are stationed alongside this tall metal chain fence. Coming to a stop, this hearse sits idle in front of the gate which we see is torn and beyond it a building is on fire and people in white lab coats run through the facility. Parking in front of the small building, the door to the hearse opens, and stepping out, we see Ivan, the Dompier. He takes the last drag of a cigarette, and pulls it back, and he looks at it, and he sees if he could get another pull before deciding he can't, so he flicks it. And then he flicks his coat tight and narrow before walking inside with this, just such a casual stance. And I think it's just contrasted by the chaos and the view behind him. Ivan sits on a bench outside of a door with muffled shouting heard through the room. And we see him lean back, placing both hands between his head, and he just separates his knees and slumps down a bit while beginning to look around the room. And then the door opens. And we see a familiar face, but Doug, it's not one you know. This man... He looks familiar, but older and sadder, more 
beaten down. This portly man just slumps his shoulders and grumbles, and he begins slowly making his way towards the door, leaving the building just without even making eye contact with Ivan. And then you watch as Ivan walks into that room, and we see bookcases, a large desk with a globe on top of it, and behind it, a bald man who bears a resemblance to the man Calvin described when he told you about when he was kidnapped. Ah, man, that will guy. He's big sissy, man. I hear you yell. You put him in place, yes? But I digest. How is it they managed to get away, boss man? I have just returned and I see chaos. I see burning building. What is going on? And Felix is shaking. Not to worry, not to worry. They got away due to incompetence, which I will see too. Ivan, I will need you to get them back. Take whoever you need. You are to go after them immediately. And he looks scared with a nervous ear grab and a nose rub before Ivan says, You have missed your chance. They are far too gone by this moment to track. We must wait. What of this? What if we set trap for them, yes? We wait and let them get comfortable. They feel confident, cocky, yes? Then we lure them in and we take them back. How does this sound to you? I've done this many times. And Felix wipes the top of his bald head with a hand towel to combat the immense amount of sweating he's doing. Ivan, if he finds out we lost them, I don't know what he'll do. They were barely captured, separated, but next time, surely they will be united and stay that way, so we will be dealing with all of them. It seems impossible. So, perhaps we find a way to separate them? Whatever that may be. Hmm. I will make things right with the boy. At least, uh, enough time to buy us to try this. This cannot fail, Ivan. You cannot let me down. <laughs> I do this, I do this easy, we do this, okay? Okay? Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love and Ivan. He, and then he walks out of Ivan. So that scene fades. I don't know how long the mm -hmm. moment of truth lasts, but I have one other thing if you'll allow me, and we can just fucking cut it if you think it's too much. Go for it. Uh, dude, if you're using a moment of truth, this is a huge moment in okay. this game. You get one of these. Right. This is, like, very important. So what you thinking? Uh, as that thing fades, uh, um, he takes his hand off of Ivan, and he's kind of breathing heavily like, you know, taking in all of this information, realizing that they were they were foolish and stupid and overconfident. Felix isn't even the big bad, like there's someone above him, all this confusion. And he just takes a big deep breath in and he fades back into his mind to another to that same lesson with his mother. And and she's he's failed yet again. Um and Doug's just Mom, I just don't get it. I don't understand how you can do this with your mind. It's, it, I mean, it's. I know you can do it. You're incredible, but you're one of the most powerful psychics in the world. Like, I just don't, I just don't see it. Like, I don't see my potential in this at all. Like, I'm just good at punching, Mom. And, and she just like gives Doug a soft smile and says, "Doug, you're, you're capable of so much more. I mean." this is hard for you now, but it'll, it'll become easier and you'll get better at it. And I mean, you might even get powerful enough to, to steal other people's powers. Who knows? And he flashes back. And uh, Doug flashes back and he's breathing heavy. He takes a couple breaths in. Okay. Like, we got to get him back. And he just like, palms Ivan's face and he just concentrates and just these 
tendrils of purple psychic energy leap from his hand and just dive into Ivan's head. Just three, four, five of them just bolting in and each entry point there's like a, a purple swirl and he's just probing his mind and then and then he's he feels something this this energy the spark something that was familiar to that portal and he just latches onto that and he just starts concentrating and concentrating and then he holds out his hand in front of him and he just puts all energy that he has left into this last ditch effort and he tries to summon that portal He's trying, and it's not working. He's trying, he's trying, and he just, I think maybe even Chunk, you look over and you see this, and then Doug is just like starting to scream, and suddenly there's a swirl, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and the portal opens to the place that Kelvin and Kylie are in. I think, Chunk, you see Doug, and you see this portal, and Doug just looks at you and says, Chunk, grab them now. We don't have time. I imagine this portal kind of opens up in this pitch dark room, and I can see Calvin and Kylie standing there. And Chunk, similar to what he did earlier on the season, where he used that kind of power where he just, instead instead of expending power, he tries to suck in a bunch of energy. He's just gonna do that and try to pull Kylie and Calvin through this portal. Go ahead and roll to see how that happens. All right, so six, seven, eight. So that would be nine. And then use a team point for 10. Yes. Okay. Um, You solved my murder team. So, so... Chunk pulls his hoodie up because I don't like the idea of just his face being visible when he uses this power because then I have to answer what that looks like. (laughs) So Chunk pulls his hoodie up and pulls the strings closed and then from like the black of the hoodie, it just like, just air starts getting pulled and little pebbles and whatever else. And Chunk's just going to like kind of stick his head into the portal towards Calvin and Kylie. So Calvin, you're bouncing around person to person and you have perceived like where Felix is in this room. What do you do? Once once Calvin locates Felix, Toxin dissipates in every other individual's minds. It's like they were almost released from his grip. And that's when Kylie takes hold of them and freezes them. Uh, in place to stop their minds because she has their locations now. Essentially, Toxin opened the door for them. She could see them all, and she said, I can control crowds. I've done it before. Bam. All controlled. Mm-hmm. And he's making his way, and you can sort of see this, like, sort of fish-eyed view as these black tendrils are, are seeking through this, like, first-person point of view as they see this bald man with a very trim beard um, sort of overlooking maybe... Um, is he looking like a, over a console? What's he? What, what is he looking like at the moment? You see that when you were digging around in those mines, those kids' minds behind you were like far away from you. And if you're seeing this in a room, and I think actually you do, because a portal opens up. You see this bit of light that shines, and it's like you as toxin are rushing forward as this smoke and you see felix he was right up front he was walking right towards where you and kylie are but right above you there is this portal that's shining this light and right as you're making your way to get towards felix you watch as your body and kylie's body are pulled up into this portal and you as toxin just dissipate and like rush to catch back up with yourself with calvin as calvin and kylie fly through this portal 
How did you do that? Have you always been able to know? Have you always done that? I mean, you've seen me at enough cookouts to know I can eat really quick. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Kylie? Kylie, are you okay? Holy shit. Oh my god. Um, I might have looked like I knew what I was doing in there, Kylie. I'm, yeah, I'm fine. I didn't know what I was doing in there, Kylie. Oh my god. Are you okay? Before we get too far in, because I still have the portal open, technically... I think before he cl- before Doug closes the portal, he's going to send out just like a message to like everyone beyond the portal, if that's okay. Yeah, I think at this point, like you're going to have to roll. Okay. Because the moment of truth is over. It's like the turn. Um, I don't have any burns technically, so probably just unleash my powers. Oh, okay. Just plus freak. Okay, well, that's an 11. Jesus. Jesus. You are on fire right now. I love it. We needed it today. We needed you to step up, and dude, the leader did. The leader stepped up today, and I love it. Um As the portal's closing, Doug just blasts this message out, and it's that cool effect where like this would be cool to edit where it's like it's like a whisper, but it's really loud in your ear. Like Harry Potter, you know? I don't know who you are and what you want with us but I need to tell you something this was your one chance there are no more second chances